0: Business Tech Weekly, podcast episode number 96. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. We're here each and every week to talk about business, to talk about technology, and how to meld the two together so that you can become more productive, profitable, and proficient in all that you do. And maybe you'll even use some technology to help you do better show intro voiceovers. Like a Max Headroom thing, you know, yes. like a creative a, create a voice. Creative voice, yes. So, Andy Trob, I understand you are now officially moved in and you have more than just one table in your office. <laughs>
1: I've always had more than one, but I'm 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 using them all better. So, no, I moved in and my new, it's always funny the reactions I get. It's, a, it's a, technically a shared workspace, but I have my own private office because I'm all for shared workspace except for I don't really want to share mine so nice. it's, it's, it's not like uh, you know one guy picks up his laptop and another guy sits down with his laptop at the same desk it's so that is an option um, there, there's people who rent their own desk space and uh, I have my own private room but we all have access to a lot of shared amenities and uh, I think I talked about this many many shows ago that I was really excited about one and it didn't pan out and I'm glad because this is really the guy who developed this thing is like 26 and Uh, he's a realtor and he just did a great job and it's a very 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 nice place and uh, for not that much money a month it uh, works for all of us and there's even people that pay like 75 bucks a month and they just can drop by and use the wi-fi and coffee and that kind of stuff from like nine to six and uh, i'll tell you if i needed a place to get away and, and wanted to get some serious work done even that would be a good option so it's right on main street in downtown and uh, it's it's really it's a really exciting place to be. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm struggling with my work a little bit because there's just a lot of people here that I I like to hang out with anyway. So it's, it's good that I have a door I can close.
0: Yeah, that uh, having the door that I can close would be so critical. And, uh, yeah. and you know, I I do like the idea of a shared workspace, or I, I actually I would call it a, more like a shared work environment where there mm-hmm. are other people there. Who are somewhat like-minded individuals who are very self-motivated and entrepreneurial spirit-minded that, mm-hmm. that you can kind of, you know, chat with, hang out with w- yeah. when you want to. But man, I could not personally see myself not being able to close a door and be confined to my own work. And yep. and basically having a door that that communicates, I'm not to be interrupted right now.
1: Yeah. Yep. And I I mean I and I also made a sign on my door, door that says you know, recording in progress, you know, and it would be really super cool if you could keep it down in general. Thanks. Yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very cool. I, you know what? I don't think this came out in the last episode. Um, Cause I think it happened during the pre-show, but I also understand that you're the old man in the place.
1: <laughs> I am. You know, the, the, and I appreciate what you said about wanting to be with like-minded and like-hearted people. And everyone here is, I believe entrepreneurial in spirit and, uh, you know, essentially owns their own business. And There's two people that work for the same business. So there's one, there's one set of two people. Everyone else is, you know, basically self-employed, whether it's a, the realtor who owns the place and, um, you know, has his desk here as well, or some web development folks, or there's one guy that does some coaching, um, some business coaching. So, you know, but there is some collaboration going on already, which is nice. So it's, it's a cool enough place. You know, they have, they have a setup so you can actually rent out the whole space for like the party or gathering and, um, and they use Tungle to schedule a lot of the meeting spaces and it's, it's going to be really cool to see what it becomes. Um, some other people have tried to do shared workspace around here and it, it hasn't worked because they didn't work on the details. Um, you know, shared space is more than just, you know, having two people in one room. You know, you really have to work at creating a vibe and stuff. But I am I am the oldest by probably five or six years so that's fine very that's, cool i just um you know here's an example last night i was walking uh downtown and i saw a guy who works here and i he said well, what are you up to i said what are you up to he said i'm going to get drinks with some of the guys and, and have a cigar what are you doing i said i'm going to work because my kids are went, went to sleep a half hour ago so at 9 30 he's going out for drinks and a cigar and i'm going back to work because it's the quiet time of the day for me to record. So, (laughs) But uh, but we all get along and they keep me young and vibrant and hip and tell me what's going on in the world. Very
0: cool. Hey, so I understand some uh, things are going on in the technology world. We talked a little bit about offline Gmail last week uh, and you weren't able to get it uh, to show up even though you had activated it. So you have an update for us there.
1: Yeah, well, the reason I couldn't see it is because I have... An extension called speed dial uh, on chrome which i really really like are you, are you using
0: speed, bi- speed dial or speed dial 2 i'm using speed dial what is going Dude, on with me? you need to dump speed dial <laughs> seriously you're leaking memory all over the place oh my oh is that what that is on the floor yes oh, awkward yes your ram is just leaking all over no seriously. Um, well, when, I know we talked about that. We, so yes, we talked about speed dial a long time ago, and then uh, I guess we talked about on the show that there's some
1: potential problems, but you never told. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're. I'm mad at you
0: because uh, you, dude. Did, seriously, you didn't tell me there was actually a problem. Yeah, there's a there is a there is a known. Well, I don't know if they patched it all, but uh, it, just the way the plugin was written, it, it people pointed out tons of little flaws, sure, and somebody sure. came up with a. Uh, speed dial two so you might want to try that one but anyway so your original speed like dial
1: point oh what? 2.0 okay there we go i saw one in russian and i was like i don't really feel comfortable with
0: that no no, yeah, no okay i got it
1: speed dial 2.0 beautiful
0: yeah uh it, it, it's it's really good i like it's all it all in russian should i be concerned no that's not the one oh I, it's, right. it, and then it's i don't, I don't remember oh, it being oh, called <laughs> speed dial 2.0 to be honest with you i remember it being called just speed dial 2 let me look mm-hmm. real quick. Um, so yeah, it's just Speed Dial 2. Matter of fact, I'll click on it here.
1: Yeah, send me up because I've like, got 2.0 Russian and Speed Dial Plus.
0: Yeah. No. Matter of fact, it's Speed Dial 2, and it's actually at version 1.5.8.7. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to click a short link, I and uh, I will put it. In, whoa. You know what? You can't short. Can you not short link to a, a you know, I, I'll tell you what. How do you get to Speed Talk about something else for just... Tell us about your speed dial turning off thing and then I'll get you the Okay, the well, yeah, we'll yeah. get to the point of that. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Which is that I couldn't see it because it creates a
1: uh, icon when you open up... And I've turned off speed dial now. So when I open up Chrome, I open up a, a blank tab. It has these apps that you can use. Like I downloaded Wonderlist, That's an app. Angry Birds is an app. Uh, and Google Calendar and Offline Gmail are both apps you can't see those if you have speed dial on because your app's page and most visited and recently visited, those are all replaced by um, speed dial. So when I turn speed dial off, now when I open up a new blank tab, those things show up. So um, so uh, if you want to keep speed dial, you can also create a shortcut, a bookmark shortcut, and get to it that way, I
0: think. All right. So, so I'm just uh, trying speed dial 2.
1: I'll put a link in the show notes or in the in the chat. I don't know if that's the right one or not. But. All
0: right. Well, here here's what I did. I, I created gspn.tv/speeddial2. Now, since speed and dial both end and begin with D, there's two D's there, and it seems to work. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and add that. But uh, go ahead and try it out. Go to gspn.tv/speeddial the number two. Wonderful. Me, tell me if that. Pulls I got Yeah, it no, worked. Beauty. So dial two is not installed. There you go.
1: I have to rebuild that, but that's okay. So yeah, big fan of speed dial, but that's why I couldn't see it before.
0: Yeah, and this one's cool. Matter of fact, the cool thing with this one is they actually have the ability to export your settings so you can then import them into another computer. Mm -hmm. And they just recently did some nice things to kind of upgrade this just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that they're working on is actually syncing between browsers. Mm, so, no oh man, that's going to be awesome.
1: Well done. How do these people make money? I don't know. God bless them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So offline Gmail is working now. Now you you also have a note in here that offline Google Calendar is also available.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, I don't think this applies to most folks, but, um, you know, there are a group of people that want to access uh, Gmail or uh, their calendar. When they're away, when they're offline, whether they're traveling wherever it might be, and you know, it's it's one of those things that I, I rarely, rarely, rarely will ever need to use that Cliff, but just to know that that one time that I need to open up my computer and grab something, I can, yeah. I can get it.
0: I uh, I I could see it being extremely important to have this if I on my MacBook Air, like for example. Mm-hmm. So so. That way I, I leave my Wi-Fi area and I'm on a plane or something like that and they don't offer Wi-Fi, then I can actually get on there and look at my calendar, add a couple of yep. things and stuff like that. Anytime I deal with this all, offline stuff, though, is I wonder, is it automatically going to update and synchronize as soon as it goes gets an Internet access you know, what What if oh. I do all these changes on my MacBook in offline mode and I close my browser and the next thing I know, I go, you know, I get to, you know, let's just say I'm doing this on my way home and my laptop sits in my bag for three or four weeks before I open it up again. And then all of a sudden I've missed three appointments that I had put on, put on my calendar. Mm-hmm. I, I know that seems a little obsessive compulsive, but... In a way, I'd almost rather just write a note on my hand that says "Add this to your to your calendar." Or find some other way. I, I just I'm not a fan of this idea of taking something that's online and working with it in a local mode, where mm-hmm. it's not instantaneously adding it to the live version. Does that Does that make sense? It only makes sense if you're not used
1: to you know like Outlook and things like that. Because there's you know people used to Outlook are very used to saying... Okay, this is gonna send and receive every 15 minutes or something like that. You know, right. where you and I are we're we don't think like that anymore. We think it is okay, things. I just sent you an email. Okay, there it is. You know? Yeah, we think instantaneously. We don't think of scheduled things like that. So I think that's why it's it's harder to kind of get your head around is it gonna really work and so on and so forth. Whereas other people, you know, they can open up Outlook and they can just, you know, create a bunch of emails and then they're they're used to, you know, their their thinking is okay, when I go plug in somewhere, it's going to send these, you know? So I, I, I understand why you, you know, I, I'm, I'm, again, I don't put all these things out there because I use them all. Right. Uh, but also I just think in some situations it would be, it's nice to know that it's there for folks. And, and, I, and the other reason is because it existed before, they took it away and now they brought it back. Right. So if you ever did use it before, uh, your old version doesn't work, <laughs> get the new one.
0: Have you ever heard of Syncplicity? I haven't. I am going to, I I apologize for just throwing this out, but uh, one of I my f- fr- friends, uh, you can find him at Tot.com, DarrylTott.com, D-A-R-R-Y-L-T-O-T-T.com. He's been helping me with a lot of stuff recently. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just now throwing this into the show notes. I'm going to hit sync right now. But awesome. this is, it's called syncplicity.com. And I'll just read this off of the site. It says file management made easy says Simplicity delivers powerful, easy to use file management in the cloud. Simplicity automatically syncs your files across all your computers, backs up your data, and makes sharing files and collaborating more easy than ever before. Now of course, well aren't we already using Dropbox for this kind of stuff? The answer is yes, but I think, and of course I don't I haven't really looked into this, but my friend Daryl was telling me that they actually have the ability to log into your Google Docs account and it will automatically go in and do this. So feature comparison, Mm. I'm looking. Instant Sync, uh, native Windows and Mac integration, real-time backup, instant restore newsfeed, full versioning, uh, multi-user collaboration, mobile phone access. Google Here it is, Google Docs synchronization. Uh, It actually even works in the free or the $15 a month version. Mm-hmm. Google.
1: And the $15 month is for 50 gigs of storage. Yeah. Which so. compared to Dropbox, I think mean Dropbox is like eight, eight bucks a month or something like that.
0: Yeah. But this one's the, this, the, the big thing here is Google Docs synchronization. So basically, once you have this hooked up, anytime from, from what I understand, and I guess I, I've not used this, but from what I understand, let's just say I go right now and I create a Google Doc. And it's just a Word document that I'm just adding a bunch of information to and I'm collaborating with a friend. My understanding is that as long as the simplicity is running on my computer, which is something you'd leave on all the time, just like you would Dropbox. Mm-hmm. If I just created a new document, it's immediately going to download a, a, a DOC file mm. of that on my local drive automatically which of course then also gets backed up to my time machine which also gets (laughs) backed up to my backblaze online
1: right and i think for folks that are really leaning into and on google docs just knowing that you've got that offline ability can be really helpful and again most people like myself you know i'm either i mean i i I still don't have a smartphone cliff i mean which is unbelievable to me but but I, you know, I can spend that ninety bucks on something else because I go between my office and my home, and that's about the extent of my travel. And so I'm just a reason I'm around Wi-Fi or hardwired ninety five percent of the time, and and so offline isn't really an issue or a need for me. But I know for but, many people who travel, but, it is
0: but here. And here, I want to tell you, I I hear what you're saying, and I totally get that about the the Google Calendar and stuff like that. But what about you know being offline? But what about when there's this terrible storm that has blown through and South Dakota's out of ha, has no internet connection there for you know two or three days you know I'm hosed yeah that's what I'm saying <laughs> exactly so but if you had your if you had this program or a program like it uh, running couldn't you still access all your spreadsheets all your word docs and they were exactly I mean you have an exact version no different than what you were using when the internet stopped working. You see where I'm coming from? This is where this oh, I could be valuable. I'm just, I'm just
1: living on the edge. Yeah. So, all
0: right. Well, I, I've got another one for you. Uh, and I, and again, I'm just throwing this one out here. And again, this is for my friend, Daryl Todd as well. Uh, so he told me about simplicity and I still haven't looked it up yet cause I don't have time yet, but I'm looking, I'm going to look into one of these two services. The second one is called Mimeo. And uh, by the way, I'm just now going in. I just synced that into our show notes, I believe. It's called Mimeo. But the, uh, the link that I'm putting in here takes you right to the ultimate Google Docs experience. Bring Google Docs files to your desktop, iPad, and iPhone. So it actually does all three. And uh, let's see here. Free trial. I'm looking for pricing. That's the first thing I want to know. Is, well, that's kind of funky. What's funky?
1: Looking, I'm just looking at the, on, on the iPad. It's really interesting. Yeah. The screenshot.
0: So, so now featuring... I'm Okay, I see download. You know what? I don't like sites where it, you just can't find out what the price is. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I want to know what the Free price trials, is. Free trials, all products. Mm-hmm. Mm, let's yeah. see here. Mac, let's click that. Mimo share, Mimo send, Memo backup. Try now, buy. I wonder if it's the backup. Anyway, I'll tell you what. I'll just put a link in the show notes and let people find it. Uh, me, uh, Here it is. Mimeo backup for Mac one user. It's uh twenty nine ninety-five and it looks like just a one-time cost. And it says okay. seamlessly backup your files to an external. No, that's not what I want. Mimeo... No. N- okay, so obviously, I have no idea what I'm talking about here. Well, there's a Mimeo
1: Connect f- reader for iPad, which is the one that I would be most interested in. Yes, yeah, um,
0: and I would be most interested in the one that would allow me to do the same thing I'm talking about here with my Google Docs, mm-hmm. you know, just to make sure I have Mimeo Auto Sync. I wonder if this is it between computers. I don't know. But anyway, he told me to check it out and I'll just put a link to it in the show notes just as an additional resource. But really, so far, Syncplicity sounds pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I do Did you know.
1: go to Mimeo.com?
0: No. A picture
1: of that lady stretching. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Flexible backup products. I was like, why is this woman all yoga out? <laughs> and I get it. Anyway. Alrighty. It's,
0: it's it's worth going just for that. So the next item, what's on what's next on our agenda? Um how's rescue time? I haven't looked at it. <laughs> I ran it has it has it sent it, it sent anything to you? Yeah, it was I think it emailed me something. And I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> see? Okay. See? I know. that's why I didn't embrace the product. Yeah. It, and you know what? I'm, I'm looking here. I'm trying to. It's not to, its fault. It's my fault. So. Yeah. No, it, I'm sure it's a great soft piece of software. I just don't have time to mess with it. it it's, Cause what do what do they call it? It's it, you, you've got productive time or what do they call it? Time wasters. What do they call that? I don't know. I'd stop using it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's time waste or something like that. And, and if I'm looking if I'm not mistaken it, Oh no, here it is rescue time app is that the only to uninstall it do all I need is the only thing I need to do is just go into the apps folder and just delete it right Uh, I would think so I found I'll find out but I I just turned it off the other day because I just I I figured I wasn't going to use it I'm pretty what do I call myself I I am pretty self-disciplined when it comes to work and so I know when I'm wasting time and I'm choosing to waste time when I waste time because I need to waste time just to have a little, you know, I, just a little me time if you know what I mean. So yeah. And, yeah. and and I and I know when I need to get back to work and and stuff like that. So I I feel like I'm pretty self-disciplined in that area. And so I I, I felt like and and I know it's customizable for things like you're doing offline and and mm-hmm. and all this other stuff and I could log it, but I feel like any time any time I would spend customizing rescue time would be a waste <laughs> of my productivity perhaps <laughs> that's perhaps. that's that's what I came away with so well and but it's a it brings up a good point which is
1: they only work if you do spend some time customizing um, it customizing but again I think that there's there might be a place for this I mean you could even look at it as an employer even if you have three or four or five employees and just say hey we're we're gonna put this on here, and we're gonna just, you know, keep you accountable in that way, you yeah. know. And I don't know if I would do that, but, um, you know, there's there's lots of different ways and reasons that you could use this. I just, frankly, <laughs> maybe it's I was so undisciplined I couldn't even use the tool that was supposed to discipline me, you know. Right. So.
0: All right, next topic. What do you got? I, I, this one sounds interesting. I, I'm. Interested well, it's in- one of those big things
1: you can kind of step back and. We don't think about it; it just sort of is. But I find it fascinating how people set up their desktops. Okay. So I'm I'm the kind of person that I don't like anything on my desktop unless it's like unless I'm actively working on it. And mm-hmm. I actually I don't like to use a downloads folder. I like to sh- if I'm going to save something, I want to save it to my desktop and that, I know it's there. I, I do the same I, thing. Okay. So as soon so as I, I like to put things in a download, I put them on my desktop and then I move them where they need to go. But my goal is. Just like Like, inbox zero, desktop zero.
0: Yes. Well, okay. Well, it depends on what we're going to talk about here. So, and and by the way, you say people don't think about this. I always think about this. This is not.
1: You're also, you also install software on MacBooks at Best Buy.
0: Yes, I do. And and create digital (laughs) products. So, um That's, that's funny. Yes, I do. So, so right. I have two desktops. Obviously I have main desktop, 27 inch iMac and secondary desktop, which is a 23 inch HP uh, monitor. Mm -hmm. So desktop a, or my main desktop, it is crystal clear, except for like what you're saying. Anytime I install a new program that'll download anything, immediately I go and say, download to the desktop, not download folder. So it's like an inbox for me. And
1: I have it set usually to, I mean, by default, most things you can set to download to desktop, which is nice. But people don't know that.
0: Yep. And Photoshop, of course, you know, whenever I'm saving an image, I always save the image down to the desktop. I save everything gets saved to the desktop and then I go and file it. Um, now, right now, I'm looking at my desktop, and I see that I have 14 icons on my main desktop. But those all need to go somewhere. I need to mm-hmm. I need to make a decision. They need to get it filed away. It's no different than having that many that many emails in my email inbox. Deciding right, what do right, I need right, to do? Right. Do I need to archive this? Delete it? Move it over to this folder? What do I do? So over on my left hand side, though, I have folders. Now, if, if it there, I usually keep my folders nice and neat. I either have folders that are organized in my Dropbox for things that I want to make sure that are synced between computers and accessible everywhere. But then I have folders that are in my in my Documents folder, you know, which are just locally; they're not going to be available on all my other systems. And I have, I think those are actually, yeah, Dropbox and Documents are the only two places I. File things around, so I have folders inside of those two folders. But mm-hmm. on my desktop, however, I on my secondary desktop, I have a list of folders, and that those li- that list of folders are folders that are accessed like you know they're they're o- they're ongoing projects that I'm working on right now.
1: Okay, and where and just as an example, I put those in my what do you call them? The dashboard menu bar, the one that, at the bottom of the Mac.
0: Yes. Well, I the thing is, is we I have it. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have eleven folders on my mm-hmm. secondary monitor, and y- you could put those down on the uh, on the dock, is what you're talking about. On yeah, the dock. Right. Thank you. On the right hand side of your dock, I could create shortcuts to those. Something else that people might not know
1: is you can you can drop a folder and put it as a shortcut on your dock. Yep, which is what I do. So you have your ongoing. Pro, uh, ongoing folders you're going to interact with you have them on a secondary monitor to the right
0: yep and so for example I have a, a folder called um, learn how to podcast 101 it's this big tutorial I've been working on and so all everything that I'm doing related to that is in that folder mm-hmm. and in fact most of the stuff that's on my desk on my main desktop get, needs to get f- filed inside a folder that's inside that folder called right. learn how to podcast assets <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I'm I'm obsessive with my my uh, my orderly way of putting things away, but anyway, but so yeah, that's what I do. So so my left monitor is very clean and organized. It's got like eleven folders on it, and it also has the icon for my backup drive, just randomly sitting down okay. on the bottom right hand corner. Um, on and of course the you know how a Mac comes with the standard uh, link to the regular hard drive. I've got that all hidden and yeah i don't it yeah it, i don't i don't have those either but you're right that's what i do i and, and i and i try to keep my dock with all the stuff down in the bottom um i keep all that right. what, do you, what do you put on there come on i keep it hidden so that you have to act it's auto hidden so yes i have to Another move my thing. mouse auto-hidden
1: down I, can't, man. I don't know why people leave it up it's so cluttery
0: some but, people you know.
1: do some people put the toilet paper on the back there with the top
0: it's yeah just, anyway so okay so it's hidden yeah and then i only allow certain things in there that i use on a regular basis like skype um screen uh pandora spotify twitter uh go to um text expander is open automatically my soundbite that, software that bugs me by the way yeah i know i wish you could close that and not show it in the dock, but it is what it is it is so yeah, that, so that, that, that's yeah, I this is a big stuff for me, but yeah, I'm the same way. I I get on some every now and then I'll do go to meeting with the client and um, I'll have them share their screen so I can install software and configure it for them. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I I I'm looking and I see their desktop and it's got like you know th- that's the other thing. I, I make it for, I make it force align everything by grid. So yes. so that things are automatically aligned. So, you know, you can right click on your desktop and then do sort by. Yeah. Sort you by you snap the grid, snap the grid. That's exactly it. And so the thing is, is that um, I, I log into some of my clients and uh, computer and I see their desktop and I'm like, man, how, how can you do that? I mean, the, I mean, my mind, I wouldn't be able to work on that computer. Like right. I, it, it would first, it's, it's like a clean workspace kind of deal, you know? Sure.
1: Right. And that's why I brought it up because I mean, it's.
0: It's, but but there, some people, they problems. don't care.
1: Yeah, some people don't care, but I would just say you should care because it's part of the problem with your productivity. And people can say, well, I'm productive anyway. And I say, fine, then you can ignore me. But there's two problems with productivity. And one is you're not, you have too much stuff. And the other is you don't have enough stuff. Like, you no, know, I don't need lists. Well, I probably do. <laughs> you know, even if you write something down and you wipe it away a minute later, you know, the problem is most people have overload or they just don't write enough stuff down. So the key is to have a system like you use Wunderlist. you know I use my high rise to dos you know whatever it might be, and then I also have a, a system for where files go and then you have a system for how they're backed up and so on and so forth but I want people to know that this is it's amazing to me how you can change your behavior by changing your icons you know or changing your setup you know where I feel very I feel a lot less cluttered when I you know I have three, six, 10 items on my dock versus I used to have, you know, 30, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, those are my priorities. And right. I, and I keep my fun stuff out of my dock. You know, I have to, I have to work to go to get to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, take this opportunity. This is a public service announcement to clean up your desktop and move things over and off of and so on and so forth. Uh, another thing is, I, I don't know if people know about this, but there is a setting um, and I have a tutorial, I think, on indie dot com about it. Um, I think I did a Vimeo video as well, but it, it, it's how to set it up. So I have a thirteen Mac, inch MacBook. Every time I plug it into my external monitor, it moves the control bar—you um, know, the Finder bar, file, edit, view, all that stuff—and moves it to my external monitor.
0: Yes. Um,
1: by default, and it, and it. So every time I plug it in, it's there, and I unplug it, obviously, it goes away. Um, but I. I've, that's my larger monitor. It's like a twenty-inch monitor. So that's another thing. You say, well, you know, things are getting crowded. Well, you know, make if you do happen to use an external monitor that's bigger than your laptop or bigger than your desktop, just know that in a Mac you can move your really your main desktop, all those controls in your dock and everything. You can move them to your secondary monitor, which has really really helped me quite a bit. Very
0: cool. I do want to say though, there are some people that I know that are extremely productive and to sit there and the idea of thinking about um, you know, spending the time cleaning up their desktop to them, they they can actually they can actually see their desktop and and have like a window that's only covering eighty percent of the desktop and still see all those icons in the background and it has absolutely no negative effect on them at all. I, I, Crazy. I those people do exist and I don't understand how <laughs> it's possible. But um, in their minds, I can tell you this, in their minds, it's the same way that I think about rescue time. You know what? Rescue time could really help me uncover some wasted time in certain areas if I was to just spend the time. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm super productive, you know, and I do a lot. I accomplish a lot. I ship a lot. And and just the idea of spending time to configure rescue time for me is the same way some of those people would feel about just wasting time creating folders and subfolders and filing things away. To them Absolutely. they're just like, you know what? If I need a file, I know it's probably on my desktop somewhere. I can I I know that if I I know that the folder or the file that I'm looking for starts with an S, if I type S, boom, I I hit S three times and it pulls up that file. I dude, mm-hmm. it's it's good. It's been there for years. I'm I'm great. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't broke is what we're saying yeah if it ain't like, broke don't fix it we're just right. saying that if you feel like you're looking at your desktop and you feel overwhelmed then you might want to look into it and if you look yeah, at your desktop you and can you can do think it's fine it then it's yeah. all good
1: well let me ask one more thing is do you um, you know and only on Business Tech Weekly could you talk about this and people would actually care or be like oh yeah that's interesting um, do you use do you use or and if so what are they the hot corners option on a Mac
0: I do not I hate the idea and the concept
1: <laughs> altogether. you know hate's a strong word
0: no I do but I, I believe you I, I, I feel very I do, strongly I do about, believe you that you hate
1: it yeah. actually no, you, don't have to, you don't have to back off those words I yeah. actually believe that Cliff Ravenscraft <laughs> It's hot corners. Yeah, because so,
0: I move my mouse. move you talk about them or is it just get you enraged? No, no, no. We can talk about it. Okay, go ahead. Especially if you're explain. using them. But let me explain to you why I don't. I, first and foremost, I have well, a big... Well, explain what they are. Okay, you, okay. Why you, why you don't. So hot corner is a pro, it, in the Mac is where you can go into your settings and you can actually set it to where if your mouse moves to the upper right-hand corner or the, up, or the lower right-hand corner or any of the corners okay. of your desktop, That as soon as you put it there and hold it there for even a second, it will activate something. You can set it like you could set it to where every time I move my mouse to the bottom right hand screen that it immediately activates the screensaver or shuts off the monitor or that if I do it, it, you know, or it launches this program, I think is even an option. Mm -hmm. You can do a lot of stuff. So it'll do a lot of stuff. So that's what hot corners does. It's basically like instead of instead of a keyboard shortcut, you just move your mouse to a certain corner and boom, it activates whatever you tell it to activate. Mm-hmm. Now, now me, I've got a 27 inch monitor. So I have my mouse set up to where, you know, moving it a little bit moves it a lot. And sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forget where my mouse is and I'll I'll just <laughs> yeah, move it yeah. and and I'll just move it around. And if I accidentally move it and hold it down in one of the hot corners, All of a sudden, it's either launching something or shutting my monitor off or whatever (laughs) I have that hot corner set for. So I just don't like hot corners myself because I don't think in that way. I'd I'd rather just have a keyboard shortcut, which is Mm -hmm. what I prefer. But Andy, do you use hot corners? (laughs) As a matter of fact, I do. And what are they? And I love them intimately. Tell tell me about it. As much as you hate them, I love them.
1: No, and just so you know, if you go to system preferences, it's under desktop and Screensaver, And there's a little button on the bottom left that says hot corners. So for instance, my top left goes to my, if I hover over it, it goes to my desktop. Okay. So if I have a bunch of windows open, I don't want to close them. I just want to move them out of the way and get something off my desktop. Then I can move my mouse to top left-hand corner and I go to my desktop. Right. Um, The bottom left goes to start my screensaver. So if I want to put my screensaver on, I just move it down there. Top right goes to Launchpad, which is in uh, the new operating system Lion you can have a icon-like screen just like you can on an iPod or iPad or iDevice. Um, And also to turn them off, I just go right back to that corner. I kind of tap it again. And then the bottom right, uh, I don't ever do the bottom right, uh, is Mission Control where it pulls all the windows back and you can see all all of your open windows at at the same time. So those are the options that I have. Um, You can do other things like um. Put your display to sleep. See, I think you can. Yeah, it looks like there's about seven or eight options. So uh, that I'm seeing. Um, very cool. But you know, it's to me, it's very, very helpful. It's it's something that once you get in the habit of using, and again, the key is to have it set the same on all your computers because then you'll build the habit. But um, I, I find it to be quite delightful. When sure. I'm with you, sometimes you can't find your mouse and you're kind of shaking it. And you're like, what did I just, how did I just turn on my screen saver? And you realize, oh, I hit a hot corner. Yep. So.
0: Yep. Yep. Very cool. Uh, are you using Spaces at all in, on your Mac now that you have Lion? No. Tell me what that is. Maybe I am. Space, I don't know. Spaces. Um, <laughs> well, you got a magic mouse, right? I do. So take two fingers and sw- on the top of your mouth and swipe to the right or smi- swipe to the left.
1: Oh, you know, I'm not. I'm, I don't think I am, because I use a, um, I actually download a program called Better Touch Tool, uh-huh. uh huh, and it's in the App Store, and you can customize your Magic Mouse to do all this, all this stuff. Like, because they changed a lot of sh- some of the shortcuts, I should say, um, with Lion, and so I wanted the old ones back. So, like, I can hit Shift and take two fingers with my magic mouse and go up or left or right and it'll do something right and hit control and one, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. It's unlimited. The amount of, uh, shortcuts you can create with this better touch tool thing. So I just sort of set them up and, and now it sits in the background, but tell me
0: how you use spaces or how how works. well, for some spaces, for some programs, there are some programs that I never really want to be bothered with on my desktop. You know, there there are programs that I love to have access to, and I want to be able to go to it at any moment in time. But I never really want it to be on my desktop in my main working environment, and I don't want to have to keep minimizing it to the dock and then maximizing it and bring it up on. So, like for example, in Space Two, I have this program that's running that does some things for me in social media, like through through Twitter and stuff. And it's always running. It's it's always there. And if I just want to just really quickly get a I check in on it. I just I just scroll over to the to the space on the right and boom, I see it, and I can move right back over to my desktop. So mm. it, it's it's really nice. Occasionally I'll have another program where, you know what, I only want to work, you know, I don't want to be mess you know, I've got all these different pro or all these different windows open on my desktop and I want I just want a clean workspace. So I'll go over two spaces to a clean workspace and open up a new window for a new program and I'm only looking at that one window. Does that mm-hmm. make sense?
1: Um, well, it's hard. To, I mean, it's very visual, so I'm trying to watch actually your video to see. Yeah. So, I mean, it creates almost like um, like a do-over. You know, it's like...
0: Yeah, it, it, well, the you know thing is, I mean? is, well, for example, right now, I'll I'll, I'll explain. I'm watching so, the video here, and, so, and this
1: is another reason to join us live.
0: Well, no, I don't want to even say that because I'm going to actually explain it no. for those of you who are listening via audio only because we love you. We do love you too. Um, all right. So the desktop the desktop is this. I've got spy, Skype is opened and I can just barely see it a little bit off to my left. Right on top of Skype is my Chrome browser which currently has open the gspn.tv chat room. Behind a little bit behind and to the right is my sound rack with all my sound clips queued up. And then on top of the sound rack is another window called Wonderlist. Now, the thing is, is I don't want to move those around, and, and, but I want to open up a text document real quick and start typing in some, some notes and stuff like that. I, want, I really want to just focus for the next 15 minutes on creating a text document. Sure. All right. So basically, I would, I would swipe over to a new space that has a clean desktop, and now I can just open up my text editor. So if I just open up a brand new program here, I'm just uh, looking for you it. you just did that by two. Yeah, two swipes of my mouse to the to the left. So did I like turn mine off or something? You probably did when you used better mouse tool. So, but anyway, what it'll do is it'll open up your text or whatever program that you open, it'll open it up in this new clean desktop. And you can start working on that program and that program alone. And not be not be distracted by the browser Skype window, the sound clip window, and the Wonderlist window. It's mm-hmm. you just have this clean desk space for only your text editor or whatever program you just opened in that new space. And if I need to say, oh, I need to go see what was in that on the calendar, what day that is on the calendar, and I can just swipe two times to the left, click on my calendar, which is open in my browser, boom, see that, swipe two things to the right, get back to my text and text editor, and I'm good to go. This spaces is, is is absolutely amazing for me. I I love it. I hate it.
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Very People cool. like the disagree. It's much more interesting. Yes. So, um, so. No. That's fine.
0: Yep. Anyway, uh, we we need to slowly start uh, wrapping up here. I think we'll leave the embed plus and uh, let's create to the other time uh, to the next time we chat because we got another show getting ready to start here. A special uh, interview on social media serenity that we scheduled for this afternoon chris or chris <laughs> sitting there calling you chris biting that's okay he's a great guy he is a great guy andy is there anything that you want to promote did you, you know what you, what about your uh your your pictures of your new workspace did you want to tell people about that yeah if you go to
1: com, it's t-r-a-u-b and you look at the post entitled my new office you can check out uh, my new office and would love your feedback on that and see my setup i'll take some more detailed pictures sometime of my desk and setup. i'm still tweaking uh as we speak but if you're a husband uh or a wife i w- i think a great episode for you uh, to check out is called how to fix your wife on be a better husband podcast so go over to takepermission.com and look for I think it's episode 14 and it's called how to fix your wife and i think you'll enjoy it. it's only about 20 minutes long love love your feedback on that
0: very interesting <laughs> I wonder if that one's going to get you in trouble. You know what?
1: It won't. All right. It won't. Cool. I promise.
0: Hey, and I want to let people know that if you have ever thought about learning how to podcast, I have just finished Andy more than 50 hours of work on a tutorial that I've made completely 100% for free at com So there you go. I, I looked at it today, and it's one of those things
1: you look at it and you go, okay. Uh, I can either not work today or I can look at this <laughs> no. uh, and look at this or not look at this so I decided to it's it's number one in my bookmarks called Investigate it's it's up at the top of the list so I'm and I've seen a lot of it in the forklift I'm just yep. excited to see you know you're Mr. Tweak Mr. If I can make it 10% better I'll redo the whole thing Yeah. so um, quite a title Mr. I can do it 10% better so I'll redo the whole thing put that on a name tag so Uh, I'm excited to check it out. And I I really like to, that you separate it out to a bunch of different sections that, that helps a lot.
0: Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what folks, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of business tech weekly. We hope that you enjoy this show. If you do head over to gspn.tv slash plus, learn how you can uh, help support the content and community of what's happening here at gspn.tv. And of course, Go check out what Andy's doing over there at TakePermission.com. We're going to be back again next week where we'll talk about more technology and business and how to help you become more productive and even more proficient in all the work that you do. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Until next time, join the community.